Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our Lexi for today is the Yakobes, the Yakobes, or holidays. The holidays are joyful, but in some cases, stressful with all the extra socializing and party going that we tend to engage in. Allow me to share what I do to reduce the stress with all the events. The day I have a party to attend, I eat mostly salads and drink plenty of water. I load up on carrots and cucumbers before a party, and I always, always do a walk or a workout day of. To ensure healthy and balanced diacobes, be mindful of the food you eat and prepare ahead of time. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Happy to be here with you once again for Kefi Life, my joy harmonizing every day, harmonizing the mind, the body, and spirit, the Greek way. What does it mean? Homeopathic, the Hippocratic method, relationships, food, movement, all the joys of life that we should experience that sometimes get out of balance because we don't type the time to be mindful and pay attention to our mind, body, and spirit. Today's especially joyful because we have a special guest, one whom I have interviewed in the past on my radio show, the former radio show, Kiki Vale Show, um, years ago, and she's back and she's just dynamic. She's Greek, so I love that even more. She's educated. It's Dr. And let me see here. It's Dr. Georgia Andrianopoulos. Very good. I love it. And you, Georgia, are very impressive because you have a PhD in neurophysiologic psychology. Is that correct? That is correct. So you can speak to all the mental issues that we have. Let's go. And some of the physical issues as well, right? Yeah, because the, the question always was in my mind, Dr. Georgia, your beautiful name, is that which comes first, the mind or the body? Very good question. Uh, very philosophical question. Uh, I am a physicalist, so I, of course, um, I integrate both. They're enmeshed, in my opinion. So you cannot have one without the other. Outstanding. Well, today we're going to talk about the holidays and how they can be stressful emotionally and physically. Um, And we're going to take your mental education experience with the approach towards certain categories during the holidays. So how do we approach food? Because we're, we're invited to party after party after party, and the tables are just chock full of delicious foods, some of them good, some of them not. What should our approach be? 
Well, I like the um, wider approach rather than how to do this, don't do that, you know, which is more of a dietitian maybe approach. For example, you might be wanting to eat a healthy snack before you go to a party where, you know, a lot of the options are not going to be healthy for you. That is a how-to approach. In my view, the best preparation to go to a party is to continue whatever wellness protocols you've had before you got invited to these parties, before Thanksgiving, before Christmas. What is it that you typically do? That is more significant than how you behave around food, Thanksgiving or Christmas. So I guess that approach might be similar when we think of cocktails as well. Correct. So what is your relationship with food before the holidays in your actual everyday routine life? Because remember, Kiki, what we do once in a while on a holiday, on a birthday, at the end of the day, it doesn't really much matter unless you do something catastrophic, of course, which we don't. We may have an extra drink or an extra piece of cake. At the end of the day, if the entire year, mainly you're a healthy eater, you're a mindful eater, you have a healthy relationship with food, these things flow right through. There will be no negative impact because of one or two extra drinks or pieces of cake or sweet. Uh, A couple of years ago, I had the pleasure and the privilege to visit Ikaria, which is known for uh, longevity. It's on Dan Buettner's top five um, places to uh, live if you want to live to like, let's say, well, he says that you, this is where people live, to, they forget to die. Um, and here they really focused on relationships. And sometimes during the holidays, the relationships can get tense. Emotions rise. And I think it's, it would be nice for you to talk to us a little bit about that approach with coping and especially with the added responsibilities during the holidays and how we take care of our relationships. Right. So, I mean, that's um, a very important point that you're making because holidays are, they can be flashpoints for relationship eruptions, Uh, especially the last few years because of COVID and political turmoil and division. uh, Holidays have now become like a walking around, you know, on eggshells around certain people. And it's not just the drunken uncle anymore. You know, it's a lot of different camps and, you know, that that kind of gather around the dinner table or someone's home. Um, So uh, how do we manage? How do we approach? I think probably in being more aware about staying authentic within ourselves. You know, what is it that I want out of this particular gathering? What is it that I'm trying to do here? What is my goal? Well, mainly, hopefully your goal and mine would be to be to uh, be present in the moment, to be open and engaging with other people, to show and share kindness and love with other people. And so once you're, you, each one of us, shifts to that particular brain space, that is, I'm, take, I'm mindful of myself about being kind, about being well-intended, then, and I'm open to other people's opinions, point of views, and I'm interested, not only open, but I'm interested. And I want to invite other people to share with me, you know, an update on their lives or something new and exciting or something, you know, whatever they want to share. So I'm ready, I'm open, I'm kind, 
And basically, that's what you bring to a gathering, in my view. That's amicable. I like that. I really do. What about the approach to ourself? Because, you know, uh, I'm a mother of four. And in the earlier years, I just didn't have any time for myself. I just couldn't carve it out. But now I'm a little older, my children are a little older. I still think what I said previously was an excuse because everybody can carve out a few minutes a day for themselves. Uh, what, what could you say about that? You know, um, what, I, what I can say is provide maybe some data uh, about what works and what does not work in terms of time efficiency. Some people do a lot of things and they manage to do it unflustered. Other people, you know, can drown in a teacup, you know, and that's how it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I have to use that. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> However, we do know that if you or I, because in the clinical study they did this, they took high performers like uh, pilot of jet fighters, you know, fighter jets, and they tried to um, tweak and increase their performance during the, um, the day. And so the protocol they use to optimize performance is starting like before you actually get out of bed in the morning, you set an intention for the day. So by doing that, you, uh, your eyes can still be closed. You're in, your, you know, in bed and you visualize and set an intention for whatever your day has ahead of you. It can be talking to you. It can be, you know, for me, seeing patients or gathering for a family. So I practice. And so when I'm thinking about my day, I set an intention about how I want to feel how I allocate my energy so I don't run out of juice by 4 p.m., 3.30. And then, so you, it allows the opportunity for the brain to get ready for what is ahead. And the moment you wake up and you stand up from bed, you have a big glass of water next to you in the bedstand, and you drink water. You drink as much water as you can possibly can because in the morning, your brain is dehydrated. It's take, that is what the assumption was, and this was the protocol for this study. So mindfulness, and you set an intention in bed. You hydrate. That was step two. Step three is you don't go for coffee. You don't even shower. What you do is some, a brief burst of physical activity, jumping jacks, burpees. We're talking three minutes. Uh, it doesn't have to, to, to go on for 20 minutes, but give yourself a rest. Do 20 jumping jacks. If, go as, as, as far or as often as you can. Stop, then do something else. Maybe hold a plank, maybe a side plank, maybe hang by your arms. You know, if you have such a place for as long as you can and you hit those targets, one, two, three, then you allow your body to calibrate, figure out, am I low energy? Am I high energy? Where am I? Notice we don't drink our coffee before we do this because we want to have our natural energy state first. We take a breath. We take a shower, then we get our coffee and move on. In this particular study, they found that by doing just a simple protocol, set an intention, hydrate, brief burst of activity, 
and you start your day that way, ultimately it saves you 12 to 16 hours per week because you are more productive. We have to post this study in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Yes. So we don't have to guess about how we get the most out of, out of our performance because there's a lot of data out there. Like this one, for example. That's a good one. I, I really would like for you to share that with me so I can put it in show notes. That, sure. is, re- that is really important. And I think, you know, if I, if I go back to... Um, what you just said, it's, it's sort of a form of, I'm speaking generically with all due respect, and it is form a sort of a form of self-respect. It's, it's a form of like, I love myself enough to take this time. I can allow myself this time before I go to the phones and the social media and the emails and the responsibilities and all the things that are driving me crazy. You're exactly right. So internal, you're connecting intern with your internal world. And in order to be effective with others, you have to have a very good relationship within yourself, with yourself. Oh, that's precious. I really like that. And I think, honestly, that's why I love this podcast, because it is my, it is my hope and it is my, um, my goal to encourage people to just advocate for themselves, try to do a little bit better, try to take a few minutes to feel better, to do better. But we do have to have the education and the tools. And what you taught us just now is very easy to apply. Um, My husband and I were listening to uh, a commencement speech years ago, and he's very famous and I'm forgetting his name. If I looked it up, I'd find him. He was a, a captain or a general. And he wrote a book and I forget the title of it just because I'm having a moment. But he said that the one thing you should do when you wake up also, if you, if you do this every day, you feel so accomplished. In the, in the first moments of waking, after you wake and get out of bed is make your bed, make your bed. Interesting. It's an accomplishment. Yes. It's an accomplishment. It's a completion. You complete it. Yours is great. Let's do yours and then make our bed after our jumping jacks. Well, it's not mine. It is somebody else's study. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's great. Uh, but I think you're right. Integr- it's, it's not an either or. It is this and that. So you do, we do everything. You know, we hydrate, we make our bed, we set a productive routine. And I think that's where we're all on the same page here, meaning what you do in the morning, I guess, is what I'm hearing here. And maybe for your audience, what you do the first half hour to 45 minutes in your day is very important. Okay. Well-received information. By the way, you have a beautiful little accent. You're from Greece. What part of Greece are you from? I'm from Nafplion. I'm from the old town um, center of Nafplion. It's beautiful, near Corinth. Uh, I'm sorry? Near Corinth? Very close to the Isthmus of Corinth, about, yeah, about 30 minutes or so, 40 do you minutes. Get, do you get back often? Oh, very, at least twice, once, definitely, sometimes twice a year. Oh, outstanding. It's olive oil season. It's olive collecting season right now. My property, we have olive groves in uh, outside of Nafplion. Oh, you do uh, too? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. So in the family, my family, the Andrianopoulos have had this farm for over 100 years. So it goes from generation to generation. And right now... Uh, we're collecting this year's yield. So it's a very exciting time outside of Nafplion. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So will you be going soon or will you wait till summer? 
Um, I believe our date is already set for June. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And then I have to ask you one final question about Greece because I'm just crazy about it. Of course, my parents were born there. Uh, Do you have a favorite island? A favorite island? Probably. I have not been to many islands. I'm so biased, unfortunately. But Idra is one of my favorites. Idra. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've been there. It's gorgeous. Uh, there's, all, there's no transport. Uh, vehicles motorized are not allowed. It's a lot of donkey type of situation. Very artistic. Um, and it's quite close, actually, to Nafplion. It's on the east side. Napoleon's beautiful. There's some great restaurants there too. Once you enter into the town, um, you are a professional. You have a um, a PhD. What is your opinion of food and the brain? You've written a book. Retrain your brain. Retrain. Uh, reshape your body is the title of my book, and it has to do with how it, uh, to. By helping your brain and your um, mental health, you actually can help yourself out in terms of eating healthier. So if your brain is balanced, you don't need to worry about overeating or eating the wrong food because with a healthy brain, you automatically make better choices. Okay. I'm going to have to read that book. I know I have it in my library and I've read it before and I have to pick it up again. On your website, you have a correlation to science in the kitchen. Is that sort of what you're talking about just now? Science? Um, it's a lot of these hacks. It's so, so it's like um, using scientific bits of uh, information or scientific nuggets, as, as it were, to help everyday decisions, everyday people. How is this useful to me? You know, Um, so we know, for example, that um, if you put food, let's say, in a very large plate, and if you put the same amount of food in a smaller plate, and you eat the same amount of food, but just because one plate was larger, in your brain, you're going to be more satisfied if you ate the same amount of food from a small plate than if you ate it in a large plate. Okay. <laughs> because, because it was heaping over. It's like abundant. You know, the food is abundant, you know, and your brain's like, yeah, this is great because I'm eating all, all this food. In reality, it's the same amount as, you know, of food uh, that you have in the bigger plate, but you can fool your brain that way. So this so is good that, Yeah. So that's one example. There's so many examples. Uh, For example, um, if you make visual contact with the food or the desirable, you know, item, the visual contact is very difficult for the brain to resist. So if you don't want to eat something, do not put it in your visual field. Hide it. The mind hacks because the brain is very sophisticated in so many ways, but it's also extremely mechanistic and very simple. If it, if it, it, it follows the rule of the least, you know, the path of least resistance. So if it's in front of me and I want it, I'm going to grab it. But if it's, you know, if I have to work for it, I'm less likely to want it that much. The only reason I can attest to that is because uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't feeling well. I was on the couch and I just wanted a tea. I'm like, I really need a tea, but I'm like, eh. I got to get my butt up and go put it the tea kettle on. <laughs> yes. So for your audience, I mean, if they feel 
for example, that they have to have cakes. They have to have all these, you know, uh, essentially unhealthy foods around because they're entertaining in, in during the holidays. It is a good idea to find a spot, put something over those items if you have them in advance, a tablecloth, you know, parchment paper, uh, whatever works to kind of, you know, preserve them uh, away from your view. These are great. Uh, you need to make, perhaps you need to prepare things for your guests or for you to take as a guest, but you can protect yourself from sampling whatever it is you are preparing. Um, and you can resist eating them if you put them out of sight and kind of make a pact for yourself. I'm making this for other people, not for me. <laughs> That's great. And you know what? You're, you're right. Because so much of our action and our activity begins with our brain and that starting point. And there's some great hacks. So retrain your brain, retrain your body. Reshape your body. Reshape your body. Excuse me. I just had a retrain your brain, reshape your body. Love it. So folks, go and check that out. Um, we're close to wrapping up here, but I do want to ask you... Um, the holidays, I look forward to them. They're great. You get together with people. It's a nice time of year um, to celebrate. If you're, uh, you know, if you have faith, you know, different faiths are um, going to temple and church and different places. There is some stress involved also with all the added obligations. What quickly can you say about stress in the immune system? Because I think we really need to keep an eye on that. Oh, wow. That's, that's a big one, Kiki. So, and I know we're kind of out of time, Um the immune system is extremely sensitive to sleep and the feeling of I am, you know, there's too much on my plate. So we, we lose immunity points, if you, if you will, we become more immunodeficient. If we're sleepless, if we, if we feel like our life is too much and we're never quite 100% where we need to be each hour of our day. And the holidays, because we run frenetically about for some reason, because we've become, unfortunately, extremely consumeristic, um, can get to us and can get to interfere with sleep. They interfere with nutrition. Uh, we don't get uh, the opportunity to calm down, to balance our life. And that can negatively impact our immunity. And of course, it is flu season. And the moment your immune system becomes um, compromised because of all the running around and the lack of sleep and the bad nutrition, what happens? We become open and susceptible to infection, including the flu or COVID or other opportunistic type of, you know, um, infections. So the way to keep yourself healthy and happy is number one, to maybe focus on what is really a priority here. And the priority is relationships. It is all about relationships. It's not about the stuff that, you know, in my view, that we litter the planet with, with more material things that wash up in Thailand, you know, or, or somewhere. Right. And, and we keep um, buying and, you know, stuff. Uh, if we were to hopefully balance that out a little bit with what is more dure, enduring, which is relationships, and be present, be open-minded, open-hearted, um, then hopefully your immune system is going to be boosted as opposed to deficient. Um, and you can stay healthier and more and calmer, frankly. I have really enjoyed this interview. I've learned so much. 
And I have such respect for your education and also the very practical tools and tips that you've shared with us. And I'd like to invite you back for another episode where we can talk about what you specialize in, which is um, the food, the mental aspect of food and protein. Would you, would you be willing to return? It would be my pleasure. And thank you for what you do for the Greek community and the community at large, Kiki. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, kala. This Hola, kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. During my interview with Dr. Georgia today, she mentioned the significance of proper sleep to boost the immune system. I'd like to add to this science with the following immune boosters to keep you Olakala these holidays and beyond. Stay in tip-top shape by getting enough vitamin D. This will keep flu and cold at bay. Ask your doctor for a blood test to determine if you are deficient with this important necessary vitamin. Zinc. It's one of the most essential minerals needed for the development of immune cells. Incorporate this one too. Finally, have you ever heard of edelberry? Well, studies show that it will bolster your immune system response by increasing white blood cells. Studies show that it could also shorten the cold's duration and severity. Ask your physician about all of these so you can get your immune system olikala all as well. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.